It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It's dark out, but it's getting a little warmer. And I don't know if you feel it wherever you are. I'm in the Midwest, by the way. The spring has been uh, so far kind of rainy and, and, and gray. But um, as it's getting a little warmer, little by little, my joie de vivre, my joy of life increases a little bit every day. Even if it rains, just the fact that we can just wear T-shirts and a light jacket, I, I, just, I just feel better. I hope it helps you too. Maybe there's something else that could help you. If you have a question about your relationship, don't hesitate. Call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, don't hesitate. Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jenny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenny. Uh, I understand you're pregnant uh, and you have a question. What's going on? I do. I am nine months pregnant, so the baby will come any day now. Uh, Congratulations. But I to, uh, thank you. Thank you. Merci, merci. Uh, I wanted to ask how, after the baby gets here, how to keep the romance alive <laughs> with, a, with a new way of life and a new child. Well, so there is a time for everything. Uh, just out of curiosity, what makes you think... As you're about to give birth, what made you think about this romantic question right now? Well, this is going to be the last time that I have a relationship with my husband that is like it is now. I know it's going to be changed, but mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that I hold on to that romance and that spark that kept us together. Okay, so the secret of this is purely in the romantic side. Meaning, what really creates the desire is the romance. So, mm -hmm. after you give birth and after, you know, of course, you know, it's time, you know, a couple months later, whenever you guys, you know, feel like romantic again, what you do is you go on a first date again. You dress mm -hmm. up, he dresses up. If you can't go out because of the condition of the, the world now, you do it at home. Mm -hmm. But you restart a first date, just the two of you, uh, while the baby's asleep. But you dress up, you have a nice bottle of wine, you have a nice meal, and you don't take it for granted that the, the romance is always there, because it's not. Romance is like a fire. You have to always feed more, you know, woods and, and heat so it keeps burning. And that's the point of being romantic. So whenever you feel, oh, it's been a couple of months, we have not been really romantic to each other, you know, you just organize a first date, okay? I love that. Thank you. I don't know if it's the hormones talking, but you got me crying a little bit. <laughs> well, listen, first of all, congratulations. Uh, great life to you, your husband and your baby. And mazel tov. <laughs> Thank you so much. Merci, merci. Merci à toi. Bonne soirée. Bonsoir. Do you think because you're married or you're in a committed relationship that you should take each other for granted romantically or not? Let's talk more about this. What do you think is true? A, that when you're in a committed relationship, long-term, engaged, married, that romance between the both of you is to be taken for granted, like you always have desire for each other, or option B, it's not, and you have to work hard for it. And I'm talking about the romance, the, the spark, the fire in your heart that makes you desire each other, that makes you want to ooh-la-la, that makes you want to do good for your partner, that makes you happy. So I have um, a unique story, personal, from my mom and dad that have been married for 50 
six years <laughs> and have taught me one important lesson when it comes to dating, loving, and romance. So let me tell you exactly what I've learned from my parents next. So, personal story. Uh, my parents have been married for 56 years, three kids <laughs> and uh, four grandkids. For the record, my father is 92, my mom is 76. Uh, and when I was 13, I fell in love with a girl in my high school called Christabel. And I asked my dad, it was the first girl I kind of fell in love, you know, like those high school love. And I asked my dad, is that after you kiss somebody, does that person want to kiss you for the rest of their life because it's already established or not? And my dad said this. He said, when you love somebody, you have to romance them, romance them more. You can never romance them enough. You have to keep always romancing, charming, making an effort. Never take your girlfriend, your partner, your wife for granted, ever has worked for them really well. It's made my mom very happy and my mom has made my dad very happy. So don't take your partner for granted ever. Advice from the folks straight from Paris. You calls are next. If you want to inspire other people to be more romantic, share your story of how, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your partner is romantic with you. That would be helpful. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chelsea. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So uh, you have a romantic boyfriend. Why is he romantic? What is he doing for you? <laughs> I do. I'm very lucky. Well, I've been having kind of a hard time during this quarantine, just been working a lot, really stressed out. And so what he did when it first started is he surprised me with a gift. He told me he had taken a deck of cards and on every single card, he wrote something that he loves about me, or he wrote a little poem, or just, you know, a, a nice little note. And then every day of the quarantine, he gives me a new card. And yeah, I'm very lucky to Every have him. day, you get a new card from him? Yeah, yeah. Wow. He gives it to me in the morning, and I just, I love it. And yeah, how does that make you feel every morning? It just makes me feel appreciated. You know, like I think it's so easy to, to feel alone and, and to feel stressed out because everything is so different. But Tell just, me about it. It's a nice, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's a nice reminder that no matter what, like his love is the same for me and that he really does, does care about me. And yeah. Uh, I love that, Chelsea. Now I need to ask you, what are you doing for him? So he's, dying, he's doing this. So are you, you know, also writing notes? Are you cooking? What, what's your answer to that romantic gesture of his? I've been trying to do cooking, you know. Um, I'm, I'm probably the better cook of the two of us. But so yeah, I've just been trying to show my appreciation that way, and and, and then when we watch TV together at night, letting him pick because I know he has the shows that he likes. And yeah, I like that. The Netflix choice at night is a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, Chelsea, thank you so much for sharing that story, and I wish both of you uh, a, a healthy and great uh, night. Oh, well, thank you, Simon. Okay, I just got a very interesting email question at therendezvousshow.com from Trinity. A question about ghosting. You don't want to miss that, so don't ghost on me. This question is next. So I received this very interesting question from Trinity uh, on my email, therendezvousshow.com. Here's what she says. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I'm online dating, and I'm wondering, is there a polite way to ghost someone? Or... How can you tell a guy you're not interested instead of just ghosting 
and feeling like a bad person? That's a good question. How can you tell somebody that you don't want to date them anymore without ghosting? I'm going to tell you how to do that next. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Or have you ever been ghosted on by somebody? I have. Doesn't feel good. So to answer Trinity's question, how can you tell a guy that you're not interested in him instead of just ghosting and feeling like a bad person? Here's what you do. Ideally, you pick up the phone and you just say, listen, I don't feel like dating you anymore. What? Well, how can you say that? I'm just telling you, I just don't have it in me anymore. And I think you deserve the honest truth. I, you know, we can be friends, but I just don't want to be, you know, uh, romantic anymore. Oh my God, I love you. How can you say that? The drama starts. I said, listen, I don't want to say so much more. I just, you know, I just don't feel it anymore. So please respect my decision. But I wanted to show you respect and tell you on the phone. Option one. Option two. Same message by texting. And that's that. The shorter the better. No drama. People will appreciate that. That's my advice. And you call the next. 855-905-8255. Any questions for me? Lacey, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, what's going on? How can I help you? Um, well, I have a bit of an awkward situation. I've been married for um, five and a half years. I'm very happy. My husband and I have a wonderful relationship. But mm -hmm. recently, my ex from a very, very, very long time ago um, has passed away. And we had a very, very passionate um, ooh-la-la relationship, as you would say. Uh -huh. And all of these messages online about him and all these pictures being posted are kind of bringing up a lot of really old feelings and almost making it a little more difficult for me to connect with my husband because I can't stop thinking about my ex now that he's been brought up online and kind of mm -hmm. back in my life by leaving my life. Do you know what I'm saying? Is there any way that I can kind of shake that off and get back to a good headspace? I think so. I understand um, the confusion there. Is What I would like you to do is buy yourself a journal or a notebook and I would like you uh, to write down everything that has happened with him. I want you to expel from you, detox from you, the whole story. That journal uh, at the end has to be thrown away uh, or has to be destroyed or burned. But before you do this, I would like you, just like you go and you go to therapy, you tell a story, but that story is this story between you and your ex, all the details, all the ooh -la -la, and you will see when you have written every single word about what happened, what you miss, everything about the story, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the fabulous ooh-la-la, and then the sad ending, it will be out of your mind. But the best way we have to detox from a story is to write it down completely, and like a love letter we never send, no one will ever see that. You may keep the journal or not keep it, but you will have written and discussed with yourself everything you wanted to say about him and you. That's great advice. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you. It will work. Just buy a journal. Make sure your husband never, never finds it. And then you can tell all the details, exactly how it happened, how it started, how it ended, and everything you want. But this is your property. No one should ever see it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Lacey. Good luck to you and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go listen to my voicemail because somebody needs my help about their partner and an ex, I believe. So let's listen to that voicemail next.
If you have a question for me, uh, either you're too shy to call live or, you know, you have a question outside of showtime, leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, and I will answer your question just like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Kat. I need your advice. Um, I've been dating this guy for the past three months. I believe he's the one. He's great. We have such a fun time together, and I truly see my, myself having a future with him. But unfortunately, the other night, I saw him texting quite a bit, and I asked him who he was texting, and it was his ex-girlfriend. So I was taken completely aback, but he said he hasn't been with her for the for four years. But I just, I don't know, something feels weird, and I, I know I should trust him, and I know I should believe him, but how do I handle that type of situation? Is it fair to have my boyfriend be friends with his ex, or do we need to have a serious conversation about this? Kat, thank you for the voicemail. It's a good question. Is it fair to let your partner be friend with an ex or should you talk about it with your partner? Good question. I'm going to answer next. Question for you. Let's say, uh, like Kat, you meet somebody, you get along great, and um, you know, you, you got to ask yourself, because that person has an ex, is it okay to let my new partner be friends with his ex or not? I believe that it's totally okay to be friends with our exes at the right distance when things are clear. And I also believe that the more we are friends with our exes, the more we have behaved well because no one is staying friends with somebody who acted like a jerk or mean. So I like people who are friends with their ex. For me, it's a good sign. It's a green light. I do not like people who say, oh, all my exes were terrible. That's not, that means something is off. So Kat, follow your intuition. But I feel personally that so far, so good. And I see no reason to, for you to talk about it. Trust them, unless you feel differently in your intuition, okay? That's my advice. Your calls and your questions are next. If you want to share something that your partner did for you, super sweet or romantic, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tamara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tamara. So, your husband apparently is a romantic man. Tell me what he's done romantically for you lately. Well, recently, um, I took a little tumble and I broke my arm. And, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's healing, but, you know, um, I was pretty depressed about it because I had just purchased a whole bunch of flower plants to put a flower garden in, and I was uh -huh. afraid they were going to die before I would be able to go out and dig the hole, so... Um, I was sort of depressed watching a movie, and when the movie was over, I went outside and discovered that my husband had planted the entire garden for me. What? Wow. The entire yeah. garden? Yeah, it was beautiful. It is beautiful. How did that make you feel? It felt made me feel really good, made me feel happy and incredibly loved. Uh, listen... That, there's always this saying, no love without proof of love. And your husband really showed, you know, his true love. Are you planning a surprise for him? Are you thinking about surprising him too? Is something romantic? I haven't come up with anything yet. I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> so here are suggestions, but I don't know if you can cook. Can you cook with your arms healing or not yet? Mm, not, not well, but I can use my left hand. So, Well, it's not urgent, but I shopping. think that... You know, men are very grumpy until, you know, you feed the beast. So, <laughs> I think what would be great 
is when you can, you um, have the best produce, the best meal, I don't know if he drinks wine or whatever, and you prepare without him having any idea his favorite meal in the whole wild world, and you have a great evening. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Tamara, thank you so much for sharing that story, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. You know, I have a question in mind that I always wanted to ask you. If you could go back in time and redate one of your exes and start all over but knowing then what you know now, would you do it or not? Let's talk about that next. Question for you. If you could go back in time and redate one of your exes of your choice and start all over knowing then what you know now, would you do it or not? I posted that question on, on my social media. I hope you follow me at Rendezvous Radio. If you don't, please join me at Rendezvous Radio 24-7, pure relationship, social media, fun stuff. Anyway, 47% of you said, yes, I would go back in time and redate one of my exes if I knew then what I know now. 53% of you said, nope, I certainly wouldn't. I would. I would. That's for sure. Anyway, thank you so much for voting on my social media. Thank you for um, spending the evening with me and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.